The G.I. Journal goes to press. Well, gang, tonight the good old G.I. Journal has been taken over not by one editor, but by two. And here they are, your favorite radio couple, the people who live in the Burns house, George Burns and Gracie Allen. Uh, George, you're not angry because they made me the editor-in-chief and you only my assistant, are you? No, not at all. That's the way the fellows want it. That's the way they can have it, that's all. Oh, now, George, that's no way to act. I'm sure the boys realize who in our family really has the brains and intelligence and ability. You think they do? Oh, sure. They wouldn't make me editor just because I'm pretty. <laughs> that's what I thought. Oh, now, George, you're not going to let this make any difference between us, are you? Oh, no. Not at all. Well, then, kiss me and tell me you love me. I don't want it. Oh, come on. <laughs> Kiss me, volcano lips. <laughs> Singe my rosebud mouth with your molten caresses. Gracie. Kiss me. Oh, all right. <gasps> oh, isn't it wonderful? After all these years, Vesuvius is still active. <laughs> Thanks, kid, but maybe you'd better tear yourself away from me for a minute. Uh, you're the editor of this paper, you know, and uh, there's work to do. Oh, yes, I know, and I have some wonderful ideas for G.I. Journal, too. First, I'm going to change all our pinup pictures. I'm going to have the girls wear fur coats. Soldiers don't like girls when they're scantily dressed, you know. Soldiers don't like scantily dressed girls? No, no. I have a letter right here proving it. It says, uh, um, Dear Editor, we've seen enough of those pictures of Dorothy Lamore in a sarong. How about running some of her without the sarong? <laughs> I say, I say. And that isn't the only request I have from the soldiers. I'm going to see to it that when they get a pass, they can leave camp later and come back earlier. <laughs> That would make a big hit with them. And then I'm going to declare all women out of bounds. You're going to have a lot of friends after the war. Yeah, and last, I'm going to change the alcoholic content of that 3.2 beer. To what? 1.4. You mean to say you've had a request to do all this? That's right, from some soldiers. What soldiers? The California MP Detachment. <laughs> Oh, so that's it. Look, Gracie. Oh, come in. Gracie, darling. Why, if it isn't Beverly Fudnick. <laughs> oh, Beverly, I haven't seen you since we were girls together in San Francisco. Oh, oh by the way, this is uh, my husband, George. Well, well, well. So this is your husband. Uh-huh. And you said you'd never marry for money. <laughs> I'll see you girls later. Gracie, I have the most marvelous news. The most thrilling thing happened to me here. Oh, don't tell me you found a husband at last. No, not that marvelous. 
but the house I'm living in is right next door to Robert Young's house. Isn't that wonderful? Oh, I should say so. Oh, tell me, Beverly. Tell me, is he as pretty off the screen as he is on? Oh. He's beautiful. And one of my windows looks right into his bedroom. Wears the cutest little pink ones. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, Beverly, George does too, only his droop a little. <laughs> oh, Gracie, I'd give anything if I could get a date with Robert Young. He's my dream man. Well, now, maybe I can work it for you. You know, George and I know him very slightly. Oh, would you try, Gracie? Who knows? Very often a family of 10 or 12 starts from a nodding acquaintance. Yeah. Of course, it takes a lot of nodding. <laughs> well, you can count on me. Only a man like Robert Young can make up for all those dull, monotonous years. Well, now, maybe I can fix up a date with Robert Young for you. I'll go over to his house right now and talk to him. Oh, how wonderful. Oh, Gracie, here, take this snapshot of me along. It was taken at the beach, and that bathing suit shows all my good points. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you do have lovely bones. <laughs> well, I'll see you later, Beverly. Um, I'll be back in a little while, George. Uh, where are you going? Oh, over to Robert Young's house. I want to date him up. <laughs> date him up? Yes. But, Gracie, how about me? You can't Oh, only a man like Robert Young can make up for all those dull, monotonous years. <laughs> well, Gracie, granted, I'm not oh, the... Oh, George, you don't realize that a girl can be starved for romance. Starved? Yes. Well, I'll see you later, George. Gracie, are you really going through with this? Why, of course. Why shouldn't I? Before you go, will you answer just one question? Sure. What's Robert Young got that I haven't got? Oh, George, I'm in a hurry now. Let's discuss that when we've got the whole day together. I see. <laughs> Flipping over to the music section, we find it's Lieutenant Jimmy Greer and the 11th Naval District Coast Guard Band who have the main layout. Here they are with an all-time favorite. There's a small hotel.
I do. You're Gracie Allen. How's, uh, uh, oh, isn't that annoying? I know your husband very well, but I can't remember his first name. Oh, it's uh, George. Oh, of course. Imagine me forgetting good old George Allen. You know, <laughs> no. it's uh, George Burns. Oh, yes, yes, so it is. I'm I sorry. guess you got George confused with my father. <laughs> well, it's a natural mistake. <clears throat> Won't you, uh, sit down? Oh, thank you. Hmm. I'm glad you remember me, Mr. Young. I don't like to ask favors of strangers unless I know them. Oh, you have a favor to ask of me? Well, yes. I want you to go out with a friend of mine, Beverly Fudnick. Beverly Fudnick? Uh-huh. <clears throat> that a woman? Well, it certainly is. Here. Here's her picture. Hmm. I repeat, is that a woman? <laughs> Just think, Mr. Young, out of a hundred million men, fate has chosen you for Beverly. Isn't that thrilling? Blood-curdling. <laughs> but uh, fortunately, I'm not a fatalist. Oh, but you must believe in fate. Why, a fortune teller once told my mother that she was going to take a trip across water. And she did? The very next day, she was scrubbing the kitchen floor and she fell over a pail. Amazing, Gracie. But if fate has me tab for this Beverly Fudnick, it's going to be disappointed. Oh, but Mr. Young, you and Beverly have so much in common. Oh. She's an actress, too, you know. Really? Oh, yes. At our last club show, she did an impersonation of Gypsy Rose Lee. Oh, please. Oh, yes. Oh, it was so exciting. The orchestra played the strip polka, and Beverly came out, and all the men in the audience yelled, Keep it on! Keep it on! <laughs> I, uh, can see their point. Well, sorry, Gracie. No Beverly for me. But, Mr. Young, fate... Gracie, it would take more than fate to make me go out with a uh, creature like that. You'd, uh, need a more... Important reason, huh? I certainly would. Well, then I guess I'll have to tell you the truth. The truth? Yes. I'll bear my shame. Well, okay. I hope that I'd never have to tell this to anyone. Well, good heavens, what is it? Well, I, 
I want you to take Beverly away from George. Hmm? He, he's madly in love with her. What? You mean George and this Beverly? Yes. Oh, please, please, don't tell anyone. Especially George. (laughs) Why, the man is nothing but a homewrecker. How can you live with a fellow like that? He's a skunk. I know, but he's the skunk I'm used to. (laughs) No, no, no. Don't don't cry, Gracie. Oh, dear. Nobody will help Now, wait, Gracie. I'll help you. Yeah, oh, I'll be ha- you will. Yeah, Thank I- you very much. I'll arrange everything. Uh, Goodbye. Hey. Uh, Gracie. What? George, what are you doing outside of Robert Young's house? So it's true. You did come over here to make a date with that young guy. Well, yes, well, but I'll that... I'll tear that wolf apart with my bare hands. I'll murder him. <laughs> I'll beat that guy now, up and... George- this is Robert Young, not Loretta. <laughs> and anyway... Well, I'll see you later. Well, George, George! Yes, what? Oh, so it's you. You're darn right, it's me. Uh, My wife was just here. Do you deny it? Deny it? Of course not. Young, as one man to another, what's your opinion of a guy who'd break up a home? Oh, George, let's face it. You're a louse. I'm a louse? Sure. Do you think that woman is worth all this? She is to me. There isn't another one like her in the whole world. That I'll guarantee. (laughs) Give her up, George. Never. Oh, but look at it from Gracie's side a minute. She's too nice to have her life ruined. She deserves only the best there is. Brother, are you conceited? (laughs) George, what do you see in this Beverly Fudnick? Beverly Fudnick? What's she got to do with it? Aren't you in love with her? In love with Beverly Fudnick? Yeah. No, I go steady with Boris Karloff. (laughs) But, But Gracie said she wanted me to take Beverly away from you. That's why she arranged a date with us. Why, she... Oh, I see, I see. Gracie is trying to get a husband for this dame. And she puts me on a detail like that? <laughs> Wait, Bob. You can't spoil the state for Gracie. She'd well, never George, forgive I... me. You've got to go through with it for me, Bob. Oh, but, George, look at that picture. Well, it's, it's, it's only one night out of your life, and it'll save my neck. Well, if it means that much to you, I suppose I... Swell, been... thanks, Bob. Well, now, just a second. You don't suppose this Beverly will try to, uh... Make love to me, do you? Well, uh, she might. Oh, murder. Now I know what ranger training must be like. Now to G.I. Journal's Song of the Week department and another original song written by one of you men overseas and mailed to us here at Armed Forces Radio, Los Angeles, USA. And here to send that song right back to you is your singing pinup girl, Miss Connie Haynes. Thanks, fellas. And thanks to you overseas songwriters for all those tunes you sent us to preview in G.I. Journal's original Song of the Week department. And before this week's song makes its debut, I'd like to remind you all that V-Mail is the mail. 
Of course, you can't use it when you send in those original songs, but for regular letters, it can't be beat. Mail sent overseas in two months amounted to 1,600 ship tons. If that mail had been microfilmed, about 1,568 additional ship tons would have been available for vital military cargo. The Army and Navy Postal Service uses rowboats, dog teams, camels, and everything else that can carry mail to you. The Army-Navy Postal Service job is a big one, and an important one to all of us, so let's give them all the help we can, okay? Now, this week we have a real special, a song that's being featured in Over and Back, an all-soldier show that's playing in the CBI Theater. The music is by Sergeant Bill Post, and here's one of the hits of the show, Rainbow in the Rain. Skies above were filled with rain Darkness played an old refrain Till a stranger passed one day heard him say Just pick a rose out of the air There's a sunbeam right over there Look out There's a rainbow in the rain Drop that frown Pick up a smile Blues were never Ever worthwhile Look out There's a rainbow in the rain Stormy weather Can't stay forever Bluebirds will soon fly by Wrap up a dream Tired with a scheme An old daddy new year Will soon wink his eye Touch a star Out in the blue there is someone waiting for you Look out There is a rainbow in the rain George and Gracie, where Robert Young is awaiting the arrival of uh, Beverly Fudnick. Oh, my goodness, I wish Beverly would get here. 
You must be all on edge, Mr. Young. I am. I feel like a man about to eat his first powdered egg. <laughs> yeah, she'll be here soon. She's probably having trouble with the new makeup I suggested for her nose. Oh. Blue, green, and yellow crayon. For her nose? Well, yes, I got the idea from an article on camouflage. Those colors will make a 16-inch gun fade into the background. <laughs> oh, there's Beverly. Uh, come on, George. We'll go inside and leave the two little lovebirds alone. Oh, no, don't go, please. I'm scared. Uh, uh, suppose she makes a pass at me. Oh, you can handle people who make passes. Just make believe you're a hostess at the Hollywood canteen. Come on, George. <laughs> Uh, come in. Hello. Hello. Well, I must say you're better looking than your picture, Beverly. <laughs> well, I'm, 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 I'm not Beverly. I'm a general current private sad sack. Sack, I've just had a great idea. How would you like a date for tonight? Sorry, but I only go out with girls. But this is a girl. A lovely girl. You'd like a date with a beautiful young lady, wouldn't you? Well, I, I guess I could, uh, could uh, manage to eat, 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 I suppose it would, uh, it, it would, uh, it would be all, uh, I guess I could uh, force myself to eat, 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 Good. Now, if you take this girl out, I promise I'll make it worth your while. Uh, you mean she won't? <laughs> That's up to you. Now, here's a pie spot, and thanks a million, and goodbye. Here I am uh, getting paper at uh, taking out a woman. <laughs> I, I feel like a, like a, a, a piccolo. <laughs> well, how are you kids getting... Why, who are you? I'm a, 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 a private sad sack. <laughs> Are, are you the, the cutie I'm taking out tonight? The cutie you're taking out tonight? Oh, don't worry. She'll be safe with me, Pop. Pop? <laughs> oh, what is this, anyway? Yeah, where's Mr. Young? Oh, uh, the, the, the fellow that was, uh, was just here, he, he took a pow... He took a pow... He left. But before he went, he, he gave me five dollars to, 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 to take out a, a girl for him. Oh, oh, I see. Well, Beverly Fudnick hasn't had a date in ten years, so I guess maybe you might do. Beverly Fudnick, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Is she uh, pretty? Well. Oh, a uh, good figure. Oh. Uh, well, um, is she intelligent? Is she intelligent? 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 Has she has she got money? You men, you men are all alike. All you want in a girl is beauty, charm, intelligence, a good figure, and money. Well, what else is there? Beverly Fudnick. 
Oh, oh okay. So she's ugly. At, at least in, in all I'm prepared, I, uh, we, uh, we won't be surprised when I see, see, see her. Well, here I am, Gracie. Beverly! <laughs> So you're Beverly Fudnick? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you're, uh, uh, you're, uh, you're uh, built more like uh, Beverly Hills. <laughs> well, look, Beverly, you see, we couldn't get Robert Young, but this young man is going to pinch hit for him. He'll be your date. Oh, a soldier. Oh, how wonderful. I'm so glad you're mine, you lovely, lovely thing. Hey, you put me down. Do I have to, Gracie? Well, yes, what you're doing isn't very ladylike, Beverly. Here, put him on the sofa and jump on him. Yeah, be a lady, Beverly. Okay, Gracie. I got him on the sofa. Oh, good. Now turn out all the lights, George. I just know they want to snuggle. No, no, no. Not that. Don't turn those lights off. Oh, no. Leave them on. My dream man and I want to look at each other. Look at me, you beautiful creature. Hey, uh, pal. Yeah? Uh, okay, it's here you turn them off. <laughs> well, I think you and Beverly should know each other a little better first. Why don't you go out for the evening together, say, to the Palladium? Oh, what a marvelous idea. We can spend the whole evening in each other's arms, dancing. Boy, uh, we, uh, we, uh, we, uh, we, uh, women are beasts, aren't they? They sure are, pal. Well, you'll never find a nicer beast than Beverly. Now, go on, run along, you two. Oh, all right. Come on, lover. And Gracie, I want to thank you so much for everything. Yeah, and me, me too. I'm, I'm, I'm very much of a beat blah, uh, much of a beat blah. Uh, I'm very great. Uh, uh, I certainly appreciate. Oh, what you did to me. <laughs> Fine matchmaker, Gracie. Those two could never be happy together, and you know it. Oh, I don't know. Everyone can't marry an ideal mate like I did, dear. There aren't enough big, virile, handsome, glamorous men like you to go around. Yeah, that's true, I guess. And glorious as my mate is, I know a person who married someone even more wonderful, even more desirable. Really? Who? You! I say what you mean, Here's Lieutenant Jimmy Greer in the band with the undress jump.
I guess that about does it for now. The old G.I. Journal has been put to bed once more. Till the next time we get together again to print another edition, this is George Burns thanking our star reporters, Robert Young, Paula Winslow, Connie Haynes, Private Sad Sack, Mel Blank, and Jimmy Greer and the 11th Naval District Coast Guard Band, and saying so long. And this is Gracie Allen wishing you lots of luck, fellas. And don't forget, guys, the address for you overseas songwriters is G.I. Journal, Armed Forces Radio, Los Angeles, USA. Harry Mitchell speaking. This is the Armed Forces Radio Service.